L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is the premier independent community development platform working with local creators to produce podcasts and content by the community for the community. To learn more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Hey, I'm Logan. Hey, I'm Logan. You're supposed to say that you're Tim. Don't tell me what to do. You're not my real dad. (laughs) We're the hosts of a brand new podcast called From One Dad to Another. Each week we tackle a new topic, interview local professionals, and attempt to decode modern parenthood one dad joke at a time. So make sure to join us every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. From One Dad to Another is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more on our independent podcast network, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. And if you want to support the show and get some bonus content, behind-the-scenes looks, and even get the show ad-free, you can become a member of our Patreon over at patreon.com slash LASPodcastNetwork. And if you don't, I won't be mad, but I will be disappointed. (laughs) Oh, and one last thing. You're doing great, and I'm proud of you. L-A-S. Welcome to the So if there's like too much foam on the top of the milk, it's mm-hmm. just going to pour in with like kind of glops of mm-hmm. foam. So you got to just like pound it on the counter a little bit mm-hmm. and then it'll kind of resolve the pitcher, the pitcher of steam milk, you know, when you're making All the latte. Oh, we're making coffee? Yeah. Uh-huh. So you just oh. pound it there, the bubbles kind of settle a little bit and then you can attempt to pour a nice latte art, but you know, doesn't always go. I'm not art. I'm Shane. Oh. <laughs> oh, you art latte art. It's a thing. Yep. Okay. I like latte fart. Yep. Without the F. What's your favorite thing to make with the art? <laughs> you know, I could say it's my favorite, and then I go into it and I try and I attempt, and then it just like fails. But normally, if Statue it go- of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, say can we'll save that for the end. A tulip. Okay. Cool. Sweet. Sweet, guys. Well, I, th- I think we started. Alex, are we are we rolling? Sweet. Because usually we're not. Or wait. Actually, we always are. Anyway, welcome to the Groove Life Podcast. My name is Shane Lunsford. Today is very special. It is a holiday special, even though we probably won't talk much about holidays. Um, I have brought my kids in here. Um... Jeej and Jeremy, Jeej and Jeremy, the same person, Jeej <laughs> and Jeremy, and Mikey J um, are out, and Mikey and Mike are out today, so um, we decided to do something a little different and bring the Lunsford clan in here. Bonnie's hiding out in the corner. Say hi, Bon. <laughs> anyway, welcome my kids. My kids. <laughs> Yeah! 
Hell yeah. <laughs> well, my kids are here. We'll just go around and say our names and uh, where, where we stack on the totem pole of Lunsford Hood. <laughs> okay. Well, my name is Micah. Um, I stack on the bottom because I'm the youngest. Is that how it works? I don't know. I just made it up. I think it it's your accomplishments. So mm. yeah, if you have bottom. more accomplishments, yeah, higher on the pole. Okay. Yeah, so on the bottom. Okay. <laughs> my name is Seth and I'm the oldest son middle of the totem pole wow that's great you guys really lined me up for a home run here <laughs> i'm pseudo birth name jordan and i at top top of the totem pole over here dude <laughs> sitting nice and high feels good what's, feels what's good. the view like oh man can see many peaks and valleys where you guys live so i mean <laughs> yes this is how it starts I want you guys to just really quickly just tell them where you live, like why you're here. Just give us a little bit about yourself, Micah. Okay. Um, I just moved back home after living in Mexico for five years. I was doing some missionary work down there. Um, but now I'm going back to school, moved back in with the rents over here. <laughs> um, yeah. And That's what are you good. drinking? What am I drinking? I'm drinking a ring around the goose. <laughs> <laughs> a passion fruit and pink guava sour. Nice. I think it's from a single goza. speed. Do you say goza? <laughs> oh, it's not really the goose, it's the goza. <laughs> I think it's a goza. I like ring around the goose so much yeah. better. <laughs> I don't Even know. though it's only spelt with one O. <laughs> yeah, that's, not, that's not a goose. Yeah. Fine. I can read. Um, my name is Seth. I'm the oldest. <laughs> middle of the totem pole. Minimum, middle of the totem pole. Um, I just moved back a little before Micah. Uh, in 2020, we bought a house in Des Moines. I was living in Seattle for the last eight years. And I'm just home for Christmas. Oh, and yeah, my dad is telling me what to do <laughs> with awesome. hand motions. Um <laughs> I do graphic design for a living. So, yeah. Sweet. Cool. Yeah, I live in Hollywood, baby. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I live in L.A. I live in Playa del Rey. Um, me and my beautiful girlfriend just bought a condo out there. And I, uh, her and I own a production company called Space Visuals. We do, like, commercials and short films and music videos. And then I also make music under the name Pseudo. So, yeah. We actually played one of your songs a couple episodes ago. No, I know. I was very honored. Yes. And we uh, we played the remix version. With, J with old Jake Hill on it. Yeah. <laughs> with my beatboxing. Yeah. That's it, awesome. It was awesome. Yes. Well, um, we're going to be doing this today just like round table style. Just having some fun. Uh, talking about whatever we want to talk about. I do want to start off by just saying... Thank you to everybody that's been um, listening to the podcast. I feel like every time we drop another episode, we get way more listeners, and we get a lot of comments and stuff. And that's going to go way down after this one. Yes. So your podcast Sorry is canceled. <laughs> canceled already. I didn't even yeah. say anything questionable. I don't think um, it's all Alex's fault. That's what happens when Alex. <laughs> <laughs> You sound just like that sample. Good job, man. 
Now, Alex Schulte is is our producer. He uh, he may or may not join us for some comments here and there, <laughs> but he'll do sound effects if not. So. <laughs> Dead air, guys. Guys, we're not starting <laughs> off to a good point. We talked about this in the car. I mean, Dad, you just got to be on top of it. Like two seconds, three seconds, dead air. That's also 50,000 Me and lost. Micah are podcast rookies, so I feel like the vets should be the one carrying, you know? The vets. Yep, that's true. Um, I did want to ask you, though, <clears throat> Seth. So you've been doing design for how long? I graduated from college in 2012. And I've been doing it for work since then. And that was in Ames, right? Yeah, I went to Iowa State. But you were also doing it in high school, I feel like. Yeah, very poorly. Heroism. Yeah, but come on, your t-shirts are still all over town. And it Maybe. probably in stuff, etc. Yeah, I'm probably. <laughs> guessing, along with uh, my Exclusive. All But Screaming albums. Yep. I know that they're there in the bargain bin. But uh, you, you've been doing um, a lot of design. You've been even getting involved, even in Des Moines, open a studio, right? Yep, I just got an office space three or four months ago and opened a studio and named my practice for the first time. It's called Precious, um, workbyprecious.com, uh, instagram.com slash workbyprecious. Do you want to explain where you got Precious from? Because I like that story a lot. Yeah, um, the name essentially boils down to the idea that I believe that everyone is valuable and that their story and experiences are what makes them special. Um, so that's kind of the idea of the studio. Like, oop. I told you we shouldn't have invited mom. <laughs> she ruins it every time. I, I didn't say set a timer. I said a running clock. That's her, like, 15-minute timer of when to eat a vanilla bar <laughs> or something. Blood sugar. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's what I've been up to. It's been really fun. I have some freelance designers working out of the space and some friends and family working out of there when they're home um, for the holidays and stuff. But it's been a blast. Just, I mean, <clears throat> in a nutshell, like you're doing like, what kind of design are you doing? Um, print, uh, merchandise? Um, I would say these days it's more digital website stuff. Um, I did some merch for Hinterland. That was fun. Um, a music festival outside Des Moines. Um, like kind of brand development, I feel. Yeah, like I feel like a lot of my stuff's brand and logo work for small companies. You've also done some artist work, too, for some different bands and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I haven't done that in a while, but I would love to do that more. He actually did the brand development for my company a couple of years back. Yep. Got it tatted. And we're about to refresh it. Yes, sir. Merch, too. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Now you can find my merch, spacevisuals.com. Spacevisuals.com. Backslash merch. Nice. Backslash merch. <laughs> Backslash merch. So I, I'm actually <laughs> drinking um, red wine tonight, which is very different for me. Mm. But I just didn't want to fall asleep. And lately I've been drinking beer and it's making me tired. So I've decided that a little wine, a little red wine nice. for, the, for the palate. How are the evening. legs on that puppy? Um, <laughs> that's when you're going to... Swirl it around. Yeah, there's no legs. Yeah, this is the cheap stuff, but it tastes really good. That's all that matters. And it makes me a little funny. Cool. <laughs> makes me feel a little funny. You say that you're drinking red wine, so you don't fall asleep. I feel like normally when I drink red yeah, wine, I, I do fall asleep. Mm -hmm. Well, for some reason, I mean that is true. I I guess 
if I had to choose what I would drink to stay awake, besides coffee and stuff, but it, it, with alcohol, it would be uh, like gin and tonics and stuff like that. But I didn't want to bring in like the whole bar <laughs> here tonight, so I just brought a couple bottles and uh, just so you guys know, my beautiful wife is also sitting here and she's just watching us. I would cue that uh, applause track right there. Uh, there you go. Yay! Bonnie Lunsford, everyone. The crown jewel of Cedar Rapids. We all came from. Never mind. <laughs> Where did we come from? Oh, gotcha. Um, from the womb of the mother. Hey, yeah. Micah. Perfect. <laughs> hey. Perfect transition. Hey. Perfect transition. Micah. Speaking of womb of the mother, um, you you work at Stillwater Coffee Shop. I do. Yeah. And you just did a big production at the where? Paramount. The Paramount Theater. Yeah. I haven't played there yet. I say yet because I, I will play there. Oh, someday. for sure. For I sure. Will. One day. One day you will. So did you just like get up there with your uh, fiddle or what? What did you do? I mean, you were there. So, yep, that's what I I know, but I'm trying to feed you some things. I mean, <laughs> right, right. did you just get up there with your fiddle? No, I actually did not. <laughs> um, local artist Elizabeth Von Presley had her Christmas show MVP. there. Yeah, and I was um, one of her dancers, got to be a part of it. We had rehearsals and we're prepping for it for a couple months and finally did our show what was it two nights ago mm-hmm. yep. tuesday night mm-hmm. it was awesome it was a blast loved it <laughs> it's funny because before the show we we're all sitting around just having a drink and we're like Seth's like is this gonna be like a musical I'm like no i think she's doing kind of a concert and then jordan's like how long is this gonna go and so we were kind of like... Getting thrown under the bus a little <laughs> bit over here. I didn't know what was happening. Let me, let me finish. Let me finish. But we're we all busted. went in there. We all went in there thinking, you know, it'll be a couple hours. It'll be fun to watch Micah. And then we were just blown away. Like, right from the time that the show started, we were just... I remember getting chills up and down my arms, like, a few times during the show. Uh, listening to the singing, watching Micah dance, which we've all seen Micah dance before. But um, she really captivates the audience with her smile and her beauty. But I definitely knew that with Elizabeth in charge of it, it was going to be amazing. She's a hometown legend for sure, for sure. And with Mike in there, of course. Mike and I used to actually dance together. It's true. That's where it came from. We would do the whole hippity Yeah, hippity. the old hippity-hoppity, <laughs> for sure. Oh, yeah, the LD movement. Yeah. yeah that's a from way back. back. And, and you also have worked with Elizabeth before, both of you. Oh, yeah, in multiple ways. We've done some performance stuff, and then I used to do photo with her as well in our old photo studio. That's right. You shot photos for her and did some editing. Mm-hmm. And then you also, you and Jill, shot one of her videos. We did. What? That was early days when we were very bad. I don't know. Sorry, it, Elizabeth. It was still great. They called your <laughs> Thanks music Thanks for video your money. Bad. No. Elizabeth was awesome, but I, I get it when you look back a little bit and you oh, want to yeah. improve, you know. Not everyone has, you know... A, all but screaming catalog that's perfect from beginning to end. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> not. Wait, pause, pause. Not. Oh, Borat. Yep, Borat. Yep. My wife. Anyway, there um, you go. <laughs> man, the peak of comedy, right? Yep. yep. Well, we're. Just, I'm just trying to get the, you know the jokes rolling. I started um, the whole podcast with a fart joke, so I think we can only go up from there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, keep well, that's a improv thing. Mike and I learned. Is start with the how poop, to fart. Start with the poop joke, end with a poop joke. Right. And really? Is that real? That was just the inside joke. And then oh, never say no. Well, that's a real one. It's an yeah. inside <laughs> joke that becomes an outside joke. Yeah. Cool, Excuse cool. You. Did you get that? Sorry, Dad. That was really funny. 
because it's a fart. <laughs> Damn, it's all right. Schulte didn't get it. <laughs> Precise. Love it. How long do you think we could leave the dead air? Like, what's what's a good amount? To well, leave? honestly, we we've kind of picked it up now. We're getting our okay. we're getting our groove on here. Nice, cool, nice, cool. Nice, nice, um, nice, nice. But maybe Seth's asking like. What's the actual amount of time where you're like, ooh, this yeah, is Yeah, like how really long bad. does it take to be like, ooh. Well, this. honestly, this is what happens. It could actually only be five seconds, and it seems like you did it for 30 seconds. Yeah. Especially when you're on the mic. As much as I am, I know about this. Yep. But I did want to ask Mike a couple questions, too. And this isn't all going to be interview. As, as we get a little bit more drinking happening, we'll probably start quoting poems. Crying. <laughs> dancing. <clears throat> uh, meditating, all kinds of things. Um, we also are microdosing tonight. <laughs> oh wait, no, we're not. Anyway, Micah, so you've been in Mexico. Edit that out. Edit that out of the podcast. <laughs> Speaking of uh, microdosing, just kidding. Micah has been in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doing missions work, like uh, building houses and all. Mm-hmm. Kind of, like, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so we did a lot of different things down there. I was working with an organization called Youth with a Mission. And it's um, an organization that has bases all over the world, but I was working with one in Ensenada, Mexico. And each base kind of has their own unique individual ministries that they do based on their community, based on the need that's around them. And the biggest one that was going on at our base was called Homes of Hope, where we would um, have teams come down who finance a home that we build for a family in need in the community. So I got to be about... I got to be a part of about um, like 30 different house builds. I mean, how big are these houses? I mean, are they... Yeah, so the houses are like 20 by 16 feet. They're not very big, but um, if you see what the family's living in beforehand, they're living in some kind of makeshift shelter made of like scrap wood. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah, scrap wood and like cardboard and so... And on a dirt floor, too, which is, like, the biggest problem, actually. And so when they go from that to having a concrete floor and four solid walls and a roof, it's transformational for their lives. Right. Is there running water and stuff like that? or? Um, so it is wired for electricity, and sometimes you can have an addition of um, a bathroom and a sink and stuff like that. But lots of times there's not the resources in the community to hook it all up. But it's all prepped for if in the future it comes along, we can, we can install it. Kind of like the groove? Yep. The groove is my bar at home, and it's prepped for if we ever want to do water to it eventually. It's kind of different from it's just Homes like of Hope. <laughs> it's bars of hope. In Mexico for underprivileged. We had a team come <laughs> over and, and finance and build a groove for us. So. Yes. How does that feel, Mike? I mean, it's got to be incredible to see the family see it for the first time and, like, just know that, like, you're putting in those hours to fully change somebody's life it's got to be pretty amazing yeah it's insane they're they're a very humble and modest um culture down there and so a lot of the times throughout the process of the house building stuff you're not necessarily seeing a lot of the emotion they're kind of i think overwhelmed with everything that's going Mm -hmm. on you know um but at the end of the house build process which is a two-day process actually what we do we do it in two days we arrive and there's a concrete slab and then two days later they've got a house built on it um, but yeah, what Concrete. I was going to say, <laughs> cement, it's an inside, it's an inside, inside groove joke. joke. Got yeah. it. It's all right. Okay. Keep going. No, I was just going to say there's like a dedication ceremony we do at the end. And that's normally when the family just really is able to talk about the experience for them and how it impacted them. And that's 
usually the most emotional part of so, it all. Right. But when you're doing this, I mean, we're talking all things groove here at this podcast. And so I feel like you get a lot of passion out of doing this, these house builds. Mm-hmm. And one thing that you always would send us is pictures of you with these little kids and you would go shopping for these families mm-hmm. and help them pick out like furniture, not furniture, but like housewares and all yeah. kinds of stuff for their house. So part of the process is the team comes with like a separate little budget to take the family. Usually it's just to like Walmart in the store. And a lot of these families haven't actually even been to a store as big as Walmart. That's they crazy. have been to little local markets and things like that. Um, and basically they usually end up walking out of Walmart with just like two or three cartfuls of like wow. food for a couple months and toys for the kids, school clothes and stuff like that. And it's just insane to see how like these small things that we could easily go to Walmart and buy ourselves are like a new experience for these families that they're seeing. That's so sweet. Seems pretty funny. We put Mike on the bottom of the toilet. I know. Yeah. <laughs> She's doing well. And so we're Jordan, moving her up officially yeah. right now. I think we instantly. Yep. Yeah, it's an un. Micah, you have spot. just moved up one rung on the totem pole. Yes. I am now bottom of the totem pole. I think we'll share bottom at this okay. point. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I think it's really cool because, like, this is something that I think is a big influence from. Well, YWAM is a place that we were born into, or not all of us, but. Um, in Montana, and then I was raised uh, in it for sure. Yeah, definitely. By the way, YWAM is Youth of the Mission. That's what she yeah was doing. Yeah, yeah, and then also just this is something that also our mother does. Then I think it probably trickled down a bit. Is someone mm-hmm. who just cares for everybody around them way before themselves, and it's just it's a really cool thing. I know that my mom's working with refugees and a bunch of people who are in a very similar position. They're terrified and they don't have a lot of help and then you guys provide that and I think that's something that inspires me every day it's pretty amazing it's very rewarding mm-hmm. you know and to have both of you guys doing that is is really cool um and so you also speak Spanish I do and so w- with you came back to go to school so you're looking at doing some schooling and using your Spanish eventually aren't you <clears throat> yeah so I came back um to go to school for social work and so I actually want to kind of do similar stuff to what my mom is doing right now working with um, just immigrants and refugees helping them get established here and my hope is to be able to use my Spanish and work with like those Hispanics and Latinos that are moving in maybe here in Iowa maybe somewhere else not really sure yet but yeah it's kind of what I'm looking for it was awesome we went to visit you and we're in the Ubers and stuff and I'm like okay Micah speaks some Spanish he went to high school and took some courses and then all of a sudden she's just like, when did it be on? I was like, holy shit. I didn't know that you knew Spanish too. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, well, that was wow. so I just said something quick. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, something quick. You probably can't understand it because my, it was just so my accent is very... Uh, He's the fastest just, Spanish yeah, speaker yeah. ever. But I do want to do a little put you on the spot kind of oh, thing man. here. So I want Seth or Jordan, I don't care. We want give, you to give, wrap the eight mile wrap in <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> I don't even know what in English. Mom's so. spaghetti. Just remember, mom's spaghetti, and you got it. But um, what is mom's spaghetti? <laughs> is sp- what is spaghetti in Spanish? You probably don't know. I think it's just yeah, spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. That's right. No, give her, a, give her, a, uh, you know, a little sentence or something. Let's hear her speak Spanish. <laughs> I forgot the all English. Part of the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I can't um, even do an English. Sentence, uh, so. 
Hope you have a Merry Christmas. Espero que tienes una Navidad muy feliz. It's so beautiful. pretty. It, it is. beautiful. I think you sound very natural, and I'm not Thanks. just being biased. That is something I've talked about, is how awful English language... How, see, I can't even do it. Awful <laughs> <laughs> English how language. Awful. I can't even English. No, but it's just... Like, English is so, like, aggressive and, like, has zero patterns and it's just made so poorly. Have you heard, like, Europeans do, like, American impressions? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd like a hamburger, yeah. please. <laughs> <laughs> and every other language is just so, like, yeah. has so much history and, like, like beautiful things behind yep. it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and so I think, and even mom is starting to learn. Mom, I, I mean, Bonnie. She's your mom, but she's learning how to speak Spanish on the side. And I, I tried to jump in for a little bit. That was and one of our quarantine projects, wasn't yes. it? Tried to give you guys some lessons there. And I really do want to learn it. I just... Uh, it's a lot of work. It is. You have to be committed, mm-hmm. you know, and it's harder than you think. You're not, you're not just talking about food the whole time, you know. Right. And I feel like I got food down. You got tacos. You got, you know, avocados. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Carne. Acida. <laughs> yeah. I know how to do, say, burrito and all that stuff. So anyway. You know what's really cool, actually, is my mom and I, Bonnie here, my mom, you know, she's sitting right here. Yes. Um, we went on a coffee date with one of her coworkers who speaks Spanish the other day, and she kind of did it for me to give me a chance to speak Spanish again. But I was sitting there talking to her coworker, and mom would laugh at things we would say, and mom would, like, kind of, like, have reactions to what we were saying when we were speaking in Spanish, and mom was actually following along the conversation. That's awesome. I was really impressed. She did a really good job. <laughs> she just gave the look like uh, NBD. Stop it. All right, so what we're going to do is, Jordan, give mom a sentence, maybe a paragraph, <laughs> and... I'd say a, a, a good paragraph. Once in a fortnight moon. <laughs> Some Shakespeare. <laughs> Once in a fortnight moon. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Bonnie, what you got? No, 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 no. Mom's no, spaghetti. No, 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 no. no, no. No, I'm just kidding. Spaghetti. I, um, yes. Anyway, Jordan, what are you drinking? I'm drinking. Dad didn't ask us. I'm drinking the goose. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ring around the goose. Same thing as Micah. Nice, the nice. ring around the gose, oh, which makes more sense it. because it rhymes with ring around the rosy. So. Oh wow! Are yeah. oh, you sure it's not gose. ring around the gozy? Yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know either. I, well, yeah, I think it's the well, goose. Well, it's like if it was a wine, it'd be ring around the rose. Yeah. Okay, but right? it's not a wine. Yeah, yeah. it's you guys not. Ever a wine. had froze? Froze yoga? It's a like a frozen rose. It's very trendy in wow. L.A. Wow, baby. I have not had it. <laughs> I feel Hollywood. like earlier when we asked you where you're from, you said L.A. baby. Is that kind of your? Yeah, little Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood motion pictures. <laughs> and yeah, how many movies have been over there, guys? So Jordan. I'm going to ask you a couple questions, and then we're going to do our song of the week because Sick. that's what we do here at the at the Groove Life podcast. So that's the table. Um, <laughs> what do you drink? I'm just kidding. <laughs> we already know what you're drinking. So you actually, after high school, went to college here in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At just, yeah University of Iowa. University of Iowa. Yeah. So you're a, you're a hawk. I don't know if I can claim it, Ooh. but yeah, <laughs> so that's a cyclin. Um, cyclin. <laughs> I went there for uh, like three semesters, so I well maybe we'll have sound off in the comments if I can if I can rep the Hawkeyes, but 
Yeah, went to the University of Iowa for a year and a half. Didn't do anything there. Um, <laughs> was very bad at school. <laughs> Did you drink any alcohol? Absolutely not. No, no. sir. No way. He not was one hundred percent straight edge. Yeah, I did not get arrested the first day that I moved. That didn't happen at all. You didn't lose your Birkenstocks yeah. either. <laughs> <laughs> These are things that did not happen. But um, you you went to Iowa. Yeah. Um, and then. You were dancing before that. You were doing all kinds of mm-hmm. shit in high school. You were really into dance. Yeah. Um, making vines, which was kind of like a little bit Early older school. TikTok. TikTok yeah. 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 And it was awesome. You actually had some really cool success with Vine, in, especially locally. And then you made some videos in the house, mm-hmm. some really cool videos and stuff. Um and you were in college. I'm telling you what you've been doing. Yeah, thanks. but I, I just no, want—I I just want to say this because I remember—I remember sitting outside of the dorms, um, which was kind of like a, a ghetto. I remember going into those dorms, and it was like a ghetto. Anyway, I won't tell you where that was at. But we're sitting outside, and Jordan is like, "Ah, uh, just—I'm just not." digging this no we were know where we were though we were not outside the dorms we were in the panda express parking lot (laughs) but when it started it was at the sorority i remember we did we were at the sorority the fraternity why were we at a sorority fraternity yeah i thought we man again my memory no we did both we did both we then went and got some panda express or whatever yeah anyway um i remember you telling us that you're just this is just not you're not finding your groove Mm -hmm. i'm using terminology from the podcast but and we're like what do you want to do man and you're like i want to i just want to dance (laughs) (laughs) i then i ran through the forest and did the kevin bacon angry dance (laughs) yeah yeah also the saxophone player everything but no he said i just i want to chase after my dreams i want to do this i said then dude get out of here and me and mom were both just like you need to get out of here as soon as possible just like Move to Hollywood. Do what you want to dream, what you want to do, what, what you dream about. Because, you know, five years from now, you, you may not do it. And yeah. uh, and that's where it all started. I remember that very specifically. Yeah, same. That you took off and you had a two-year sentence, you know, on you because no one makes it past two years. Yep. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people told me that, <laughs> which is a, a fun thing. Like, hey, I'm going to Hollywood. All in right, L.A.? See that's you a, soon, that's Buster. That's thing. No, in Iowa. People are always just like, oh, all right, we'll see how this goes and, you yeah. know. Which makes sense because it's a it's a it's a dog eat dog world out there. <laughs> no, but it is. It's a terrifying place. But no, I tell that story actually all the time. Better than uh, I just told it. No, it was it's perfect because I I you know I was going through some some like heartbreak. I was going through some just like yeah, I wasn't finding my groove at all. So yeah, it was a big big thing to have people who parents who support uh, their son dropping out of college and moving to pursue dance like that's crazy you know people always when i met people in la it was like I, they couldn't have a relationship with their parents because they just didn't like agree with their decision so very very lucky to have two amazing supportive parents it was very made it a lot easier to do it but yeah moved out there. you want me to give a little rundown what i want is you to just give us a little rundown of what you've been doing since you moved to hollywood i mean you, you moved there how many years ago Six, oh, <laughs> almost seven. Dang. Six, six, six years. Six. <laughs> I got six of the sun stare. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm like you said, I moved there to pursue dance. Um, <clears throat> found this like really shitty apartment. 
on, I don't know, like through Facebook or something, through some other dancers that like my mentor at the time, LeVar Kid, um, or LD Kid as he's known here, um, knew. And yeah, what the quick story, the, uh, I got there and the day before I got there, the guy messaged me on Facebook. is like, hey, guy, hey, man, don't don't worry. It's not a deal. Uh, your room caught on fire. Um, it's totally fine. <laughs> Everything's good. You just don't have a window, and you have some burn marks on the ceiling. And I was like, okay, whatever. I get there, and it's just like a big wooden panel on the side of the wall, and, the like, half the ceiling is, like, covered in black, which I was only there for, like, seven months, but, yeah, that never changed. But So did that, you know, and then just kind of – for like a a year just kind of went at it with the dance and I took a bunch of classes you know got an agent did all the things you were doing stuff with a a pretty famous or well-known dancer there at at least at the time uh wildebeest you were doing like uh big workshops big yeah definitely music, music videos yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was doing a couple things. I um, you got in, in a couple videos too. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Nick Jonas. Holla. Um, <laughs> Head in the heart. <laughs> oh yeah. Head in the, the heart. That's no, right. No, it's funny. Is neither of those were dancing. Though I was just an extra. You were just like. Hey! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Mas tequila. <laughs> what about a uh, Jason Derulo? I didn't do a Derulo thing. Did I? Yeah. You yes, did. you did. For what? You did the kiss the sky one. Remember? Oh that? yes, I did. Okay. Yep. I remember that. There's so many I can't I know. Even think no, of. but those things are funny because if that's the thing is I feel like a lot of people like I remember when other people go to LA and you'd see them be like extras and stuff, but like honestly if you go to LA, if you have a pulse, you can be in these famous people's videos. There's like a website you just you go on and you show up like there's no screening process so when we come to visit you could i possibly uh, get in you something? literally a thousand percent could so easily could we hook that up after yeah okay. we'll anyway. figure it out <laughs> but yeah so i did that i did the dance for a while alex wants in yeah dude you're you're, you're in dude I'll, I'll send your resume to the president of hollywood uh, <laughs> which is nicholas cage <laughs> <laughs> but i yeah so i did some i you know tried my best did that stuff and I think I just got to a point where I saw a pretty like low ceiling in dance. Like you kind of like see the people who are at the top and you see that they're, you know, no, like there are people who are crushing it in dance. I think I just got to a point where dance wasn't my only passion. And if it was, then I would go for it a hundred percent, but I had other passions and dance didn't see, I didn't see like a full, like I didn't see longevity in it, like finding a full career and being fully satisfied. Um, Wait, the voice though. Come on, huh? He was on the voice too. That's true. I did. I threw your jacket. Up yes, in the air. my striper jacket. <laughs> he threw it up in the air on the voice. Anyway, sorry. We're dropping names. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so at a certain point, I met my girlfriend Angelica, um, and we both kind of had these big aspirations, um, just for like all these different things that we wanted to do. Um, but I also had two day jobs and I was miserable in them. And I was like, I want to quit these. I'm just going to do what I did in college. I'm just going to take the risk and do it, but I need money. So we started doing photo shoots, um, where she would style cause she was into like styling and fashion and I would take photos and we kind of slowly progressed into shooting dance videos, shooting dance classes, doing music videos for friends and then over like you know three years um we had 
Sorry, I know I'm going No, you're, no you're doing we, great. After a couple of years, long story short, we just kept doing stuff, getting connections, and then we had like some people from Iowa that we knew who were into film and stuff. We had actually reached out to them because we got a really big job, had them come out. Um, we ended up early on shooting for Chris Brown and for Megan Trainer, which were like super big blessings. Those they, they kind of came out of nowhere, so that just kind of pushed us from these like those were definitely stuff. launching points. Yeah, yeah for they sure. pushed us from these amateur like you know friend of a friend type shoots to like being having some some ammo to push. And since then, it's just been growing ever since. You know, we've been doing those, and we this last year we like we're focusing on commercials. Um, I was going to say a commercial, but it's not out yet, so I can't mention that one. But yeah, some some exciting stuff. You can mention the company you've been doing stuff with, though, right? No, I can't. I can't do that. Oh, you can't one do yet. that either. It's not out yet. It Come won't on, be out. just say it. It won't be. Out. <laughs> it won't be out. No, it pro- seriously, he can't say anything that rhymes with Rick and Rock. So anyway, <laughs> take that. Um, yeah, I, I we just recently did a campaign for TikTok. I, <laughs> fucking, I'm going to go to jail now. Yeah. So. Be- because we have 50 followers, but no, it's yeah, cool. It's we, actually totally by the way, we love our 50 followers so much. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, we and had then, actually our last podcast. We had our our friend from Clockhouse get on here and said a couple things that he probably didn't think he should say prematurely. We want the breaking news, Jordan. Come on. No, I don't think they care. I'm actually acting a little Hollywood over here with that. But yeah, that and then last thing this last year, I. Uh, uh, kind of created a new music persona and I was been doing rapping for a long time it was kind of like something I wasn't super confident in then so I tried like gift rapping yeah um, very fast fast nice. gift rapping got it <laughs> yeah and so I started doing music under pseudo <laughs> and um, that's been something that's been taking over my life too it's been really exciting that's, that's awesome it. that's me that's my story. Well, thank well, here, you here's the thing we're gonna bring you back uh, I want to have any of my kids on here as much as we can, you know, and then we're going to have one whole month dedicated to Bonnie. <laughs> feel free to cut a lot of that out. I feel like I rambled a bit. No, you did. And fine. then it was right after Mike was like, I save people. And then I was like, Oh, I like to dance. <laughs> Dude, we don't cut. We really don't cut shit out of this. This is just organic and stuff like that. We're going to talk to Seth here in a little bit, but I thought what we would do right now is take a break. We're going to get some drinks because we're already got our wine and our beer and our, uh, goose on and uh then we'll come back we'll do some songs of the week and then we'll talk to seth about what he's been doing how's that sound guys sounds amazing Love awesome there are so many great words in the english language vision inspiration temptation Which word describes me? Which word describes you? I'm Alex Schulte, and I host the podcast called One Word Stories. I want to take local Cedaripidians and other Eastern Iowans and find out what word describes them right now and go back in their lives and find out how we got here. This show comes out every single Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and even Google Podcasts. Oh, and if you want more... There's an exclusive post show after every single episode on LAS+. That's like one word stories plus 15 minutes. If you want to subscribe to LAS+, go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. You'll get access to ad-free episodes of one word stories and every other LAS show, bonus content like one word stories post show, and a whole bunch more. 
One word stories. What's your word? L-A-S. Oh, hey there, bud. I'm Craig Johnson, the host of Creating Crap with Craig, the new bi-weekly podcast here on the LAS Podcast Network. Every episode, I'll be talking with a new creative person from painters to musicians, designers to writers, in an interview-style format with hard-hitting, burning questions such as, how are you? Do you have any pets? And also, why? So join me as I bully all of my friends and family into coming on my show so I finally have someone to talk to. Creating Crap with Craig will release every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. And if you want to help support our endeavors, subscribe to LAS+. For more information, go to laspodcastnetwork.com. Creating Crap with Craig, where we love both alliteration and creation. L-A-S. All right, so I've been kind of working on and workshopping some dad, and you can take it or leave it. It's just going to probably, or like I'll be a little offended if it's not used as the new intro. Uh, You could probably scrap what you've been doing because this is definitely going to be a lot better. I've been thinking about it a couple months now. So it's going to be like, you know, you have the song like. George, you know we're on, right? Yeah. Okay. No, oh, I mean, cut this out if you need to, but but you will you will use this moving forward, um, always. Yeah. New so, intro. so it's like groove. It's kind of like a acronym. So it's kind of like a it's like a get ready, ow, or very electric. So it's like the letters from groove. Mm. Yeah. So get ready, like, get ready, <laughs> ow, or That's very electric. Groove has two O's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ow. Or yeah. <laughs> very electric. So, yeah. So, that's kind of. I the, think it's great. Yeah. I'm I into it. Awesome. Should we vote on it now while the other well, members are here? Well, I'll have to see if. Here? No, 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 if, no, 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 no. I'll, I mean, they're, I they're not them. here. So, well, so that's yeah. Groove with two O's, kind of like our ghost goose. Goose. Yeah. Sour with yeah, yeah. one. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll have to talk to, to GHN Woodview. But we'll see what happens. <clears throat> the Groove Life is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. If you want ad-free episodes of The Groove Life, bonus content, and much more, then consider subscribing to the LAS Plus. All you have to do is go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus to get started. Get ready. Our very electric. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're going to have to make like a sample of that shit. Or it could even go on a t-shirt. I feel like every week we're coming up with a new t-shirt concept. I'm going to need a little bit of percentage of that t-shirt. Yes. Sure. Get ready. Ow! Or, or very electric. electric. <laughs> the Groove Life Podcast. We're back, everybody. And uh, we've been interviewing, hang- hanging out with the Lunster fam. Um, we're going to do our songs of the week. I do want to encourage everybody that is listening to this podcast, especially if you've been listening to it for a while, please get on whatever platform you're watching or listening, not watching, sorry, listening to, and give us a five-star rating and also um, a review if you, if it's positive. We don't want any negative <laughs> reviews, only positive reviews. Um, it really will help us get uh, a better algorithm with our podcast and also help LAS network. So anyway, let's get going with the group. Well, ach- uh, uh, hot, 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 hot. Do are you recording the whole it? Bit? Okay. 
You let me know when to go. Get ready. Ow! Or very electric. <laughs> I came up with that. That's all going to be part of the that. edit, right? <laughs> no? <laughs> you know. Shane. That's the best you could do is that explosion. I don't know. I liked it. I. Yeah. But you, you didn't preview it. <laughs> <laughs> I can do an electric sound. Yeah. That one was better, I feel like. Hey, <laughs> Alex, try one more. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Very actually, electric. That actually would work pretty good, but you know what it needs at the end? Uh, a, a bass drop. Boom. Dad, you're being you're being so over top right now. Yeah, like this. This is my bass drop. Yeah, you can mm -hmm. just use that. Well, you're gonna hear that in our little introduction to the Groove Life song of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Try that again. The Groove Life song of the week. <laughs> I think we could do better than that. Oh, we're doing it again? Okay. The Groove Live Song of the Week. The Groove Live Song of the Week. All right. Now, this is the time where we go around round table here, even though it's a square table. And we do the Groove Live Song rectangle? of the Week. It's rectangle. Yeah. Who said that? It's rectangle. Very electric. <laughs> We're going to have Seth go first. <laughs> As you can see, we're all drinking, including Schulte. Anyway, Schulte, what are you drinking, by the way? Do you know the name of it? Yeah, I'm drinking Derek's Got a Goat Man's Club. Yes. Guest of the pod. He yeah. was a guest, guest, of, the guest of the pod on, I think it was like eight or nine. Eight, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Seth, what do you got for us? Um, so, yeah, my song of the week. I'm kind of cheating because I think this band has already been a song of the week. Oh, that doesn't matter. But I don't think I've played a song more in my life than when I heard this song. Except for Southtown by P.O.D. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, it's a song called Holiday by a band called Turnstile. You got the holiday. And it just gets me hyped. <laughs> So good. It's so good. Wow. Yeah, I uh, I got into their last record and then was so hyped about this one. Um, they released like 
three of the singles at once, like a little EP. And I think on my Spotify wrapped, I was like top half percent <laughs> percentile of turn or turnstile fans. So it was really? a lot. Oh, I was wow. I was listening to it a top lot. Fan. Multiple times a day. The and album you saw so them good. play too. So did you. We were together. We went to Furnace Fest um, in Alabama. Yep. Birmingham. Yep. And we got to watch Turnstile play. And I feel like immediately the day after they played, they blew up huge. I mean, they yeah. were already getting big. And then we saw them in a really intimate setting. Probably yep. what, like 500 to 1,000 people yeah. at the most? They are in Seth Meyers last week. Crazy. So, yeah, we did have Turnstile recently. Um, I'd say probably four episodes ago. And I know that uh, Schulte and I know that both the guys in the in the podcast, Mike and Jeege, dug it big time. Yeah, it's real good. It kind of has that kind of peripheral vibe to it for sure. And... Uh, I think it's funny that you brought up Southtown because I feel like there's some influence, some POD influence. A little well, POD. Okay, wait, yeah. I wish we could play the ending of that again. <laughs> Can't. <laughs> nope. Southtown, where the kids don't play. It turns it down on the street, so you see it every day. I'm losing my mind. There you go. Make sure you cut that out, Schulte. Make sure yeah, you make sure we edit that out because I did not know the words, but I got what you were saying. It seemed like you knew them pretty well to me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> Fuck. POD is outside the studio. <laughs> Wove? <laughs> is it Wove? Wove? Well, Trey, Sonny, and Cher. And the goose. <laughs> and the goose. Anyway, Turnstile. Yeah. Turnstile. Okay. They're blowing up huge. You guys should seriously check them out. By the way, any of these songs you're hearing tonight and on previous podcasts will be on the Groove Life Song of the Week playlist on Spotify, which you can find on a link tree. Um, check them out. It's a great playlist. There was one night we were at uh, Tailgaters and we were just like running sound for a band. And me and Mikey J were just like, what, sh what should we put on? What should we play between the, the music? And he's like, let's put on the Groove Life Song of the Week playlist. And we put it on. We're like, this is actually a cool playlist because you're getting a little bit of everything. So anyway, who's next? Me? Pseudo. Cool. Pseudo, you're next. Uh, yeah, this song is called Children of the Dark by Poor Stacy. little backstory. This guy was uh, started as a rapper. And then he uh, transitioned over into some more kind of punk, um, like emo type music. And I think he's one of the people doing it right. There's a lot of people not doing it very right. So, yeah, I love it. Can I do a little sidebar? Yeah. I did see on Revolver, the magazine posted today that Bring Me the Horizon is fully endorsing this guy. Dude. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. One of my favorite bands right now, Yeah, by the way. Through the marble of the mall Scraping the blanket needles Keep close right into my day 
Yeah. No, I love it. It's just crazy to see because I think there's a big, big a bin transition from emo rap over to the space that it was influenced by. But I, yeah, I just think there's a lot of people doing it and you can tell that they either didn't grow up listening to it or it's just not kind of their thing. And it's a few people like poor Stacy who are doing it right. And it's exciting to see it resurge like that through some people. So, and it gave me inspiration to be able to do the same. So yeah, it's been exciting. You can tell that he listened to my chem. Yeah. Like for sure. If you listen to the whole project, which just released recently, it's like very my chemical. Well, you showed me a song off of it different than this one, and it was more my chemical romance for sure. Yeah. And I think that, you know, you have the whole Machine Gun Kelly thing happening, making the pop punk, but I feel like there's also a, a resurgence of the emo, screamo kind of mm-hmm. influence, which I remember from when you first started doing, you know, rapping and everything, you were like, I want to bring in those elements into what I'm doing. And you've yeah. already been doing that. So I think that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Sick. Those guys are great. So what's the name of the band again? It's actually one guy. It's a solo artist. His name is Poor Stacy. Poor Stacy. You can yeah. find him on Spotify. All the places. For sure. Awesome. Micah, what do you got going for us? Oh, tonight? hey Shane, thanks for asking. Um, my name is Shane. I'm your, <laughs> and I'm your dad. <laughs> Didn't hope ask you who you, you were. Hope you find me. <laughs> hope you find me. It's a nice. So nice my song's got a little story behind it. Um, Once upon a time, there's this guy named Shane. He's my dad. Um, yeah. So growing up, Dad and I would hang out a lot, just the two of us at home, because the boys were out out in the real world as adults and mom was working late at the hospital so we'd be at home and whenever we'd be cleaning the kitchen we would always pump some some musical songs some show tunes of some sort and just because we like that shit yeah we love that shit and just like singing it at the top of our lungs and i feel like there was one iconic song that we would always turn on and we would always both attempt to hit all the really high notes. <laughs> we tried really, our best. Really fail. But anyways, it's an amazing song from the musical Moulin Rouge. And we're not going to sing it right now, right? We're just going to listen to it. I mean, we could, but... I'd say let's just listen okay, to it. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, so from Moulin Rouge, we've got the song Your Song. Now you're in the world Sat on the roof And I kicked off the moss Well, some of these verses, well, they They got me quite cross But the sun's been kind While I wrote this song it's for people like you that keep it turned on. So excuse me for getting, but these things I do. You see, I've forgotten if the green or the blue. Got the sweetest side I'll I'm really yes. glad that we made it to that build up there. Ooh. 
just listen to that build up though. It's it's the best. I hope you don't mind. Also, wasn't that like he wasn't a singer, Ewan McGregor. He he was a Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> he was Obi-Wan before this. Yes. Kenobi. But actually, wasn't it like he just this was one of his first times singing? I mean, I think it probably on motion pictures, but he probably yeah. sang before. In Very the shower. Good. But this is one of me and my wife's favorite songs. But anyway. We going into another song there, Schulte? YouTube. Yeah, so so we would be out we'd be in the kitchen singing at the top of our lungs. Usually loading the dishwasher. Right? Yes. Yep. Throwing plates. You know, like you'd catch them, I'd throw them. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's a different As movie. As one does. Beauty and the Beast. I think it's Beauty and yeah, the Beast. I think you're right. Or I think <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Yeah, I just feel like it holds a little a little history in our fam, so I like for I sure. to share it. For sure. I That's think. something that I feel like happens all the time in our house. I don't know if you've ever talked about this, but I could be in the living room and then all of a sudden I just hear, <laughs> my dad's just upstairs belting something. It's, it's one of my favorite things that you do. It's just just be singing. <laughs> just happened again. Yeah. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah. I don't know what that song is, but it's catchy Wait, that was what fuck. we just listened to. He was doing the... I've ever seen. No, that's not that's not the part. He was doing the. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. And yeah. me and mom are just sitting in the basement because we don't know how to sing. <laughs> you actually like both know how to sing. You just haven't convinced yourselves that oh you my God, tapped you into knew, that inner inner voice. Maybe. You guys ever heard of auto tune? Yeah. So I was gonna say, if you guys knew the amount of doctoring that goes into my music. Yep. Do you think Kanye can really sing? Come on. He can't. Why was the, that the one? <laughs> no, because honestly, because I've heard him try and sing those songs off his last couple albums, and he can't. Live. I need Schulte to do a B for the week, and it's like Shane and Kanye. I know you don't have. That'd be so weird if you. What was the Kanye is outside of the studio. There you go. Perfect. Dad, your tan. Your turn. Your tan, Tanner. It's it's my tan, Turner. Turner. What you got for I hardly know her. Anyway, okay, so I feel like a lot of these songs, besides maybe Jordan's, which doesn't mean that it was a, wasn't a good pick, because it was a great pick, but have some kind of sentimental value. Um, especially with Jordan, Seth, and I have been going to festivals and uh, concerts for a lot of years. And I remember one of the bands, I mean, we teased earlier with P.O.D. That was kind of a, when we were, you guys were kids. But later in life, we started going to festivals and there was a band called Under Oath that we loved to watch. And we've actually seen them, I'd say, in the last couple of years, a couple of times, Seth. Yeah. Um, at Woolies. Woolies. And then. Um, Friend is Fest. I think you saw them after I that. I saw them once. in Seattle a few times. And then we saw them at Furnace Fest just recently. And so I wanted to play a little song, a little ditty, by Under Oath. Um, they're heavy as fuck. They have a great groove. They have an amazing show. This is them.
Yeah, this band from the beginning of the show to the end of the show is just solid energy. And I would say that one of the best drummers I've ever heard in my life and watched is Aaron Seth Gillespie. Oh, yes. <laughs> and also he's singing back there while he's playing. Yeah, he's the one doing the more melodic shit. Yeah. And there's actually videos on YouTube where you can watch him playing this song and just singing and it's crazy. Definitely. I'd say he's one of the probably more influential drummers for you, right? Oh, for sure. I By the way, Seth him. is a drummer. Yeah. They definitely raised me and Seth probably. That band. I think, yeah, oh and that's God. why Furnace Fest was so cool because it was literally all the bands we grew up listening to. Mm-hmm. And we got to go, me, you, dad, and then Uncle JJ. And then it was a blast. Goat. Garrett has a goat, was there. <laughs> Named Garth. Named Garth. He actually was there. Not the goat, but Garrett. Sad. Good pick. And Garth Good wasn't pick. there. But honestly, I feel like that band, like I said, early on it was POD, but they were kids. I still listen to them because I'm old. But um, Under Oath was... POD still rips. They were one of those bands that we just all loved. And I feel like today they're probably playing their best music ever. And they're probably as big as they've ever been. Mm -hmm. And uh, watching those guys... I feel like a lot of people don't know about Under Oath. I feel like they disappeared for a while, so people kind of gave up on them. But check them out. This song will be on our Groove Life Song of the Week playlist and um, along with all the others that we've chose today and you can go on there and then you can go down rabbit holes and listen to all the albums of all these bands that's what's awesome about it so and then Schultz you wanted to play a Gangnam style or something like that yeah that? <laughs> he said that was his song of the yeah. week oh hell yeah, yeah that's a great I love it play a little bit of it yeah Only drum thing I know how to do. Last day was the rest of my life. <laughs> I wish I wouldn't know because I'd have kissed my mama goodbye. <laughs> how much I cared with the wisdom this shit. I specifically remember when I was young, I was too young to stay up for like late night shows, and they were debuting this song on like Letterman or something. And I videotaped it with VHS. Yes, <laughs> and then I would watch it after school the next day. But I remember being so amped. And you can and you catch m- Seth in one of their DVDs. Oh, he, yeah. He made it on. So what's crazy is, I'll make this very short. This is probably half the wine talking, but we were at Cornerstone Festival right yeah. when this album dropped. Not Yeah, this album. And their big song on it before this was Alive. I feel so alive! I got it. For the very first time. That's how it goes. And I remember us at this festival. It was before. Thank you, Schulte. Shit. Shit. DJ Schulte. I feel so alive. Yeah, so. In a nutshell, we were at Cornerstone Festival. It was before 9-11, like just a month before. And they were dropping this album, and Seth was the biggest P.O.D. fan ever. He really was. He was all about him. And we're hanging out by the stage. You were, what, like 12? 
Wait, I'm sorry. Why did we say before 9-11? Because this album came out on 9-11. It dropped on 9-11. So we were there. You were probably like eight, nine years old. Um, You had drawn some tattoos on your arms. You were like all pumped. The ones the band had for real? (laughs) No, you had kind of the Linkin Park ones. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, so we were out there hanging out. And one of the guys came out behind the stage and said, would you like to interview P.O.D. to Seth? And Seth was just like... I fainted. Yeah. <laughs> that was like his one of his big moments. He got to interview them, and it was one of their DVDs, and Crazy. it was yeah, very and special. And then afterwards, he was like, do you guys want to be on the stage for the show? Yeah. And so me and Dad got to watch them. And Mom and I were stage. in the back of the SUV making peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> right? Or something. in the mud. Swimming in the muddy lake, yeah, yes. and that's how I got my superpowers. Yes, in the powers. muddy lake. But you know, anyway. I have this. I have this weird memory that I think maybe was a dream that you're in the music video for that song, Seth. Is that true? I'm not. No. I'm not in the music video, but, but he is on a DVD. Okay. And that song might be playing in the background. Okay, maybe that's possibly. where it came from, like a subconscious. Yeah. He's with the whole band, holding one of their skateboard <clears throat> decks. Yeah. With yeah. bleach tips. Yes. It was pretty magical, actually. It was. Awesome. Yeah. I think we all have those moments. Would you say it's very electric? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I already forgot what that was. It's your new intro. Yeah, it's your new intro. Yeah. Yeah. But what were the words again? Get ready. Ow. Or very electric. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Schultz. He's like, I've got this. I promise I and got that your was ASMR version. Yeah. yeah. If we want to dip into trying that, trying to get market. a new get audience, ready. yeah. Get ready. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> a little late, Schulte, but you know it works. Works. <laughs> so we've talked to Micah. We've talked to Jordan. And I w- we've talked to Seth a little bit, but I wanted to just dip a little bit more into Seth's life. I feel like uh, my kids, and I feel like this is probably being pretty. Um, What's the word when biased? Bias. I'm probably biased, which I should be because my kids are very awesome. Of course. But um, they've all accomplished amazing things, and they're still accomplishing amazing things. And I want to say that my my son Seth, my firstborn, um, we had middle a, of the totem pole. Yeah. <laughs> no, you you put yourself on the bottom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, true. I'm at the top right now. <laughs> Actually, the the middle's wide open right now. No one's taking it. But. Um, Seth and I got to do a lot of things together before the other two were born and go to concerts and everything. And I was in a band called All But Screaming. Um, I remember doing like merchandise and Seth got really involved in the process of that and got interested in doing graphics himself. And you actually designed some of our shirts early on, right, Seth? Yeah. The one with the birds? Yeah, that was in high school. I mean, you you were doing graphic design when, like, computer graphic design started. Like, what were you saying? Like, 95? Like, whenever the internet came about, like, you had, like, whatever the first version of Photoshop was. And so I was was always playing and, like, dabbling with, like, that sort of thing. Was it paint? That was, I mean, that was Mac days, probably. Image composer. Yeah. Microsoft. Michael. Michael Soft, Michael Image Scott. Composer. Yeah. Michael Scott, Image Composer. Anyway, I just feel like I had such a head start. Like, I took classes in high school and already knew all this stuff and then went to college. And 
I just feel like it was stuff that you kind of passed down. Like it was stuff you were already doing, you and Uncle Jerry. Um, but yeah, it was. Yeah, so that was probably what got you somewhat into it. For sure. And then you decided in high school that you want. I remember you, you were in high school at Kennedy High School, and you, um, the teacher said, show us some graphics, show us a website. And oh, you and put it was up, yours. It was all the screen yeah. website. And it was terrible. But it's probably good for the time, though. No, it wasn't. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought. We, but let's move. I on. thought Seth made it, and Dad was like, "It was so no, bad." No, Dad made it. <laughs> no, I made it, but it, it was fine. It was fine. But anyway, Seth, honestly, uh, from there you got interested in doing graphics and um, wanted to go to Iowa State because they had a really good design program. Yeah. And you went there, and you got your design degree. Yep. I think another big part of it, too, was we grew up listening to a record label called Tooth and & Nail. And so we would get all these CD packages in the mail when you had to order CDs. And I just that was my foray into, like, good graphic design was getting those those album packages. And then, miraculously, I got to intern at Tooth & Nail. Crazy. So that was, like a dream job and that That's kind of insane. just set up everything for me but it was all like you buying me the tooth and nail cds as a kid right but you, you actually design. were doing um interning under the guy from under oath which actually Not under oath. sorry demon hunter demon hunter demon hunter under hunter no and it was it was demon hunter and also he was also involved in a lot of projects out there right now um, which is crazy, the full circle that comes comes around because I'm in a Foo Fighters tribute band now, and he designed one of the right. Foo Fighters albums. Yeah, it's a small world. It's crazy. I hate to paint it. I was just going to say that. But, I mean, he was involved in Foo Fighters, Allison Chains. Yeah, he's done a lot of cool stuff. He and has a ton a of tooth and nail stuff. Agency in Seattle called Invisible Creature, and they do really good work. With a lot of cool clients, but yeah, it was kind of just like a lucky thing because your younger brother David was living out in Seattle, and then met one of the guitarists in one of the bands on Tooth and Nail, and so he introduced me. It was just so like which guitarist was that? Uh, his name was Eric Newbill. He was in a band called Fair, um, but yeah, it's just kind of lucky. I just like stumbled into what was my dream job That's at that amazing. time. But it's awesome. Yeah, but it's grown from there. Yeah. I, feel like I mean I think everything's kind of trickled over into another sure. project. Each project has opened up different projects for you. Yeah. I think so. And I mean even like I was talking to my partner the other day about like if I would have told my high school self what I'm doing now in Des Moines with like my own office and my own business. I'm self employed. I'm working with like Elon Musk. I mean, yeah, I did that once, but like I would even just like working with local businesses and mm. stuff, I could never have imagined that I would be able to like be my own boss. And I think that's been like Okay, Seth. So we were dropping names thing. for Jordan. We were dropping names. But Jordan just dropped Elon Musk. You must at least tell us why he dropped that name. I was working with a studio out of San Francisco called Play. And we did 
some work for Neuralink, which is one of his like side ventures. That was pretty, pretty crazy. Um, yeah, that's probably like the craziest name drop I have for sure. But I was also like part of like a very big team, but kind of yeah, crazy. But still, you're a part of it. Yeah. That's awesome. I also think the side note is so just kind of getting the chance to work with Seth when he branded my girlfriend and my company. Um, <clears throat> it's been super cool to see how he looks at design and the like love and passion he has for it and the importance it has in his heart. Like it's crazy that we do like a, like a questionnaire at the beginning and then we sit and we have so much like lead up to before he even puts like anything into the computer and starts doing stuff. Um, so I just think when he talks about precious and that whole thing, I think he also does the same thing for his actual design is that he sees like, this is the first thing people see. So like we want to encapsulate what your entire company means into this icon and into these colors and all this. And it's like crazy. Cause then once he finishes something and he like, we, he, we sit down and we do like a zoom meeting and we have a presentation and he's going through like how he built everything. And he has like 10 slides for the logo my mind is like fucking blown because there's so much meaning that goes into this like like design and i just think that's so cool and i think it really shows how much you care and it probably has been a big factor in how it separates you from the mm -hmm. mass amount of designers out there and that goes Thanks, back man. to the whole precious thing just talking about like the individuality and like the unique aspect that everybody carries on what you're designing totally for. i feel like that's kind of a thing like an issue is people clients will come to me and they want to replicate clients or businesses in their field that are successful. But really I think if they focused on what makes them special, yeah. that's like, that's how they're going to succeed. Yeah, but totally. For sure. And, and Seth, you're involved with Jordan's company and future. Mm -hmm. You guys are doing quite Yeah, we're working on some NFTs. Yeah, Watch out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he also, he also branded um, my partner's, clothing line valente and like that was the one that more stuck out to me because i remember when he described that logo it had like literally so much so many layers to it it was like her last name it was the year it started it was like like so much i can't even remember it all but yeah it's 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 incredible I, you're insanely talented man for sure so there's valente which is pseudo's girlfriend's whole clothing line that she's yeah yeah so we run Space Visuals together, direct and produce, and then I have like Sudo, and then she she has this clothing line, like some Italian retro future pieces. It's really cool. It's very good. Yeah, it's, she's insane. Shout out Angelica, Angelica Migliaza. What was the last thing you said? Huh? Her last name Migliaza. Migliaza. <laughs> As that's Italian. <laughs> Migliaza. A Migliaza. Her clothing line is ValenteWorld.co. Valente is V-A-L-E-N-T-E, world.co. Um, and then we both run Spaced Visuals together, which is S-P-A-C-E-D Visuals. Um, yeah, it's amazing. I feel like I'm terrible at spelling. I'm bad, too. Like when you, you announce the name and then you start spelling it, I lose you there. So <laughs> I just, but anyway, Seth. You're doing so many cool stuff, so much cool stuff. Um, you don't, you're very humble, also, mm -hmm. but I feel like you've also worked on a lot of albums from a lot of different artists, like King's Kaleidoscope and Cutlass and uh, 
fuck, I can't remember because I'm drinking, but a lot of really cool indie bands from, you know, the Tooth and Nail family, extensions from them. And it's been awesome to see that because I love doing graphics for, I've done a few albums and stuff, but Seth, you've done a lot of albums, a lot of merch for different bands and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's fun because it's what we grew up being into. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I get to do that, it's a blast. And you're getting ready to do some, you've done some Hinterland stuff, some, you know, other music festival stuff, some t-shirts and everything. So it's yeah. it's awesome. It's being surrounded by kids that are, uh, not kids anymore, but my kids, that are doing such creative, passionate things with their lives. Um makes me be more passionate with my life. And so I'm very thankful to have my kids on this podcast. Um, I have had a few drinks, but it has been awesome. And do you guys have anything else you want to say? Yeah, I got one more thing. Um, I Could you just not then? Okay, yeah. I have one more thing too. Well, could yeah, we just... Like no, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I, this I'm just is, kidding. I'm not doing a bit, actually. I think anyone who's listening, if we haven't lost it yet... Um, you have someone super special here, Shane Lunsford. He is a gem. He, like, if you're interested in anything that we talked about, about our lives, it all comes from him and our mom. And he's someone who's done so much for the community, um, for live music. Um, you see his billboards everywhere, and he's just a sweetheart. And I, I just am super lucky to have him as a dad, but also Cedar Rapids is lucky to have him in the community. So, fucking tell your friends about this podcast mm-hmm. go to his shows like get involved because there's not i mean there's a great community in the arts in cedar rapids but my dad is definitely feeding into it constantly and it's really really beautiful and i'm i feel super super proud to be your son shane so thank you for having us on here and it's been super fun yeah he had to exit the room he's crying <laughs> next door yeah sorry guys shane lunsford is no longer sitting here it's true though. If you if you heard everything we were talking about, everything we're passionate about, we wouldn't have pursued those things if it wasn't for the way you guys raised us and the freedom you gave us to pursue what we're passionate about. So we didn't even for talk that. about your musical gifts either, Micah. Oh, it's okay. Just very back good on the singer and guitarist. Yeah. Just owe me another pods. All right. <laughs> it's true. All of you guys are extremely talented. Thank you guys for being part of the Groove Life podcast and making me fucking proud as a dad. And I hope everyone had a great Christmas. I hope everyone is excited about 2022. I feel like 219 was sucky as fuck. (laughs) 220 got a little bit better, but there was still a lot of shit. 222 is the year. We're gonna kick some ass. And what about two twenty one? Do we skip over that we one? We don't talk about. We don't. That. Yeah, we don't. I don't, count that. I don't even want to hear you say that <laughs> fucking word again. I'm just kidding. Wow. No, there was. Okay, that just fucked fucking. <laughs> that's crazy. I think this so, is where we can bring in the bleeping. No, no, no. Just hold on. So 2019. Right. No, COVID was, was COVID 2020. Was 2020. Okay. 2019 you just was fine. started a year early. The I end think. of 2019. Okay. Right, no, 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 right, no. right, right. Beginning yeah. of 2020. March 2020. <laughs> it's okay. started in December. I'm going to do that one, one more time. It's also a hoax. It's not real. <laughs> I'm going to do that one more time. Let's get one you ready? thing straight. Ready, Jordan? I'm going to do yeah. it one more time. Okay. 
2020 <laughs> was fucking COVID, and yeah. it sucked. It's the worst, man. 2021 sucked, but not quite as bad as 2020. 2022 is going to fucking kick ass. Mm-hmm. We're not even going to talk about 2019, because that's so far <laughs> in the past. We it was even so wanna... good. It, it was probably a pretty cool year, but the other years have sucked, and now this one... That, be... If you remember that quote that you were thinking about saying about it, you're never too old, well, I think you I think... should. I think you should tell us the quote. I don't remember exactly, but I think it worked really well with what we talked about. It was something along. Do you remember who it was from? Because I remember J- the quote. J.R. Token. <laughs> yeah, maybe. C.S. Lewis. J.R. Smith. Um, Ma- no, I think Matthew it was just like you're never too old to uh, have a cool. <laughs> You're never too old to have a new goal. To like, follow your dreams. To follow your, or to create a new dream or a new goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that was a, that's a cool quote. And cool you've been talking about. about podcasting for a long time. Yeah. That's and that's true. a new that's thing. Great. That's like, again, more more evidence. But yeah. That's true. I don't know who that quote was from, but cheers to him. Cheers to the groove. Thanks, J.R.R. Token. J.R.R. Token. <laughs> to Bill Everybody, Listen, honestly, the truth is, we all have something to contribute. We all have visions. We all have dreams. We all have grooves. And uh, what's that? Go find yours. I love it. It's a call to action. I love it. And everybody come back to the Groove Life. Listen to us. Um, smash your likes. Put up uh, comments and uh, reviews. And we'll see you next time. Later. Welcome to the The LAS Podcast Network is the premier independent community development platform working with local creators to produce podcasts and content by the community for the community. To learn more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.